Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Two Dudes in a Kitchen with Tyler Florence and Wells Adams and iHeartRadio podcast. All right, time for another episode of Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Wells Adams alongside Tyler Florence. I'm so very jealous that I'm not alongside you, Tyler, because when you're in your uh, Wolf It Down kitchen, it means you're going to be cooking. And I really, really am hungry right now. Well, fantastic. And it's so good to see you again, man. How you been? I, you know, We haven't seen each other sort of face-to-face since before the 4th of July. What you been up to? I will see. My mom brought 25 of us, grandkids, kids, you know, wives, husbands to the motherland. We went to Portugal. We went over to Lisbon and then wow. over to Obidos, where my grandparents are from. And then we went down to the Algarve. And let me tell you, Portugal, I mean, I'm from there. And I've been all over, you know, Western Europe. I've done Italy and France and Spain and uh, Germany and, 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 everything but portugal is my new favorite place the people there are wonderful the towns there are absolutely immaculate the food there is delicious it's so yep. much seafood and oh my god Tom, i'm sure you've been there but it was an absolute treat for me to go and uh, and see where i was from well i'm i'm so jealous of that honestly because i've never been to portugal it sounds amazing and i think portugal and croatia are the two big areas in europe that feel like the new place to go check out oh yeah that's what I've been hearing. And we're going to do a whole Portugal episode down the line because I do want to talk about tinfish, which is becoming like this big thing on social media, but it is huge over there. I know in Portugal and in Spain and in France and Italy. So we need to do a whole tinfish episode. But today we are focusing on, well, I guess an American staple, and that is fast food. You grew up in the South. What was your favorite fast food restaurant? God, um, you know, Southern specific, I would say Popeye's. If you're oh, in the South, you know what I'm talking about, right? Bojangles, mm. you know, that's a thing. That's fried chicken too. Um, Captain D's growing up. I always thought the Captain D's crispy fish and chips, that's like a culinary marvel. Uh, when we make our fish and chips batter, it's got to be Captain D's crispy or or don't even play. 
Uh, and then, um, you know, I, I was never like a really big M McDonald's person, but I always liked like the Burger King Whopper was just kind of like my sandwich growing up. Flame broiled, man. Flame broiled. Well, you know, I come from California. Um, uh, so I, I have to say in and out like contractually, when you're born in California, you have to say that in and out is the best uh, fast food restaurant in the world. And I do agree with it, but there are, I want to agree with, I want to agree with you agreeing with that. Cause I, I think in and out hands down is my favorite, uh, uh, fast food burger. And the fact that it's not only so delicious, but just unbelievably consistent from one unit to the other. And now it's going everywhere. Like I know that they're about to put one in, in Nashville, which it was supposed to be a, you know, a Western thing, then a Southwestern thing. And all of a sudden it's migrating over and over. Um, and speaking of the South, I went to school, obviously, in uh, in Mississippi, in Oxford. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but there's a Chevron station there right by the square that serves chicken on a stick. And I think this is fast food. Um, and I swear to Christ, I had chicken on a stick every night after the bar. And it was mwah, chef's kiss the best. Now, was it fried chicken on a stick or we grilled? What was it? fried chicken on a stick and then you'd get like some honey mustard or some ranch and you'd walk back from, you know, you'd walk back down Lamar Avenue and dip it in the, in the little sauce packet as you walk back to the dorm. It was the best. Was it a chicken tender on a, on a stick or was it like chicken thigh or what? You know, I don't know. I was, I was pretty drunk if we're being honest with you, but if you ever get to Oxford um, for a game or something, you need to go to that Chevron and get you some chicken on a strict stick. Oh, and our producer Kendall said, I've had, uh, that and it's so effing good. So, you know, I cannot lie. It's gotta be true. Um, I always think that, uh, gas stations, because in Europe, when you travel through Italy, uh, most impressively in Italy, but also in France, um, uh, and, and somewhat England too, um, they have, uh, the, you know, a uh, bond chef in, uh, in Europe, they, these little gas station things where they have the most incredible food, like the most beautiful paninis, the most beautiful coffee, like everything's just at a gas station. And I always thought like in the back of my mind, like if there's a, a partnership to be made and maybe I'm just like throwing this out there in the world, if there's a gas station company who wants to partner with us, um, or maybe like an EV station for electric vehicles. But I think having those as like a hub for fast food would be a great concept and and to do whatever you want to do. Could be like uh, sort of a taqueria, could be fried chicken, uh, could be sushi, could be all kinds of fun things. But I think that intersection where people go get gas is a great opportunity to sell food. And then uh, in Europe, they seem to pay attention more to that opportunity. You know, sometimes when you go to Amer like American gas station, you see those like sad little weenies spinning. Mm -hmm. There's like maybe two left. They've been there for a little too, a little longer than they should be. Yeah. And yeah. That seems like uh, just a bad, a bad tomorrow waiting to happen. Eating one of those. <laughs> My son loves it though, man. My, my, there's a seven 11. Cause like right around the corner from his high school where he'll just go, he'll just go eat like meals there. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Sometimes so, it's pretty good, man. I, but I got to know, like, do you, you're on the road a lot. Do you eat a lot of fast food? Because I feel like that's when I eat fast food is when I'm traveling and I'm just like, I don't have time for anything. Do you eat a lot of fast food? Well, um, uh, you know, it really depends on the market that we go to. Because sometimes, you know, Shaving with Food Network, we'll go to some pretty small towns. I'm a big fan of Wingstop. I think Wings, and they, they happen to be open late and they're always connected to DoorDash. So if I get to a hotel 
And, you know, the um, the room service shuts off at nine o'clock and I get there at nine thirty when the plane lands. Wingstop is always just the bomb. Like sometimes like, I will murder a dozen wings one after the other, just watching the electric clock, just like sucking the bones clink. I think that's my that's my go to thing. But I think, you know, by and large, I, I try to like, you know, uh, like Cobb salad is my jam. That's my sort of like casual thing that I eat. That's my big room service go to. Um, a burger and a room service thing. I'm more of a room service guy than I'm a fast fast food guy. Um, but when it, but but Popeyes, when I see Popeyes when I'm driving down the road, that to me, it's like I have like a food radar that I call a foodar. Mm-hmm. And every time I get close to a Popeyes, it just starts pinging hard, and I'll I'll stop and get a a, a three piece extra crispy extra spicy with uh, red beans and rice. And and I, I think that's just the most delicious thing ever. I got to be honest with you. So I, we go to a lot of award shows, not because of the the work that I do, but because my wife gets invited and nominated to actual real life award shows. And so I go with her. And the thing that they don't tell you about the award shows is they don't really feed you there. And so our like tradition of leaving an award show is always going to Taco Bell. And I know that it's probably like grade D, like not even fit for dog food, but I love Taco Bell. Cheesy gordita crunch, two soft tacos, uh, fire sauce or Diablo, depending on how much I hate my body tomorrow. Um, You can't get Sprite there and that's okay. But uh, a Sierra Mist will do just fine. And we'll generally eat that in the car on the way home. And so I do love, I do love some Taco Bell. And Sierra Mist is really good cut with vodka too. If you were trying to make a little <laughs> like roadie, um, uh, with Taco Bell. So when we were in Tennessee uh, for Blackberry Farm like a month ago, it was mm-hmm. my wife's fiftieth birthday. So and we had one of those hellacious days. So yeah. our flight out of San Francisco is delayed to Houston. Flight out of Houston, uh, we missed the connections. We sat there for eight hours. And then by the time we finally got to Knoxville, right, um, um, everything was closed except for the beaming, shining light, the oasis in the desert that is Taco Bell. And so uh, our, our, the friend of ours who got there early went to a grocery store and got a cake that said, and he, he talked somebody into writing happy birthday to him on the front of it, put a candle in it, met us with a hot bottle of Tennessee whiskey. You know, and then we ordered um, um, Taco Bell. And I think we got like the 24 taco pack, the fun pack, whatever that is. Oh, yeah. It was lots of bits and pieces. The party pack. I think it's like the Fiesta pack. The Fiesta pack. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. It's a Fiesta in a pack. That's Mm -hmm. that's why it's called the Fiesta pack. It was like some soft, some crispy, some extra sauce. And then that was just, I'm going to have to find that picture and text it to you. But it's just the the half-eaten cake, the half consumed bottle of Tennessee whiskey straight, bro. No mm-hmm. ice, straight. And then and then this just like um ramsackled fiesta pack of uh tacos. Uh it was just one of those um probably one of my culinary highlights of the year, I think. Yeah. It just yeah, looks it's either a really sad picture or a really happy picture just depending on how you're looking at it. And a hundred percent awesome either way. I, I got to ask you, though, I mean, like, I, I guess the one thing that fast food has done really well is and it's something that's, I think, hard for a lot of 
non-chain restaurants is consistency, right? Like if you go to McDonald's, you're always, you, you know what you're getting when you get a Big Mac. Well, what's one thing that you think that fast food restaurants could work on to be better uh, being in, in, you know, in the, in the restaurant world for so long? Well, it's just so expensive to operate a restaurant these days. And, and I get it. So they're always trying to like lie, ride the line between labor and, and a quality product, right? Because you, you can throw a bunch of labor at it to make it really super high quality, but you're not going to make any money at that model from a profitability standpoint. So then sometimes a lot of fast food places will say, okay, we're going to take two steps back from a quality standpoint, we're still, it's, it, you know, it's just, just under great, somewhere between great and good. And then we've got a nice equilibrium from a labor standpoint uh, for what we're paying to get that quality product. And then, and then I think we're really good. I, I think w- one thing, if I, if I had to launch a fast food company, I, I would be, I would try to find something new that no one is doing because the burger space is totally saturated. The grab and go salad thing, feels interesting, but I think there's a lot of competition in that very particular space. I think, you know, a new innovative taco thing might feel kind of cool. I think Jamaican jerk chicken could be a good lane to hover in. If you want to do something that feels kind of could ride the line between, yeah, you know, healthy because it's like beans and rice and good chunky salsa and chicken. It, it could feel, you know, Chipotle-esque, but with like Jamaican flavors. Um, it, it, it just, to me, there, there's a lot of like oversaturation in those particular spaces. It's hard to find funding for things like that. We just got approached, uh, by this company, uh, to do this, um, this, um, uh, uh kind of like a ghost kitchen conglomerate being in the Bay area. We get approached by tech companies almost on a weekly basis with like this new food tech thing. And we, we might have a couple of fun, big announcements coming up pretty soon with some pretty, you know, next level partnerships. Cool. But one company reached out to us about this thing, which really kind of feels like a new fast food thing. And those are like ghost kitchen conglomerates, right? So so if you go into the, so there's the thing that you could exist in like real life, and then you could exist in just the DoorDash worlds where you just exist on an app, right? You can get the food from A to B, but it's not really about having like a big, huge commercial kitchen. So sometimes these ghost kitchen spaces that you share not it's not a restaurant but you lease a kiosk that kind of pipes you into a community that it's really more about taking advantage of people ordering takeout and tapping into that market so i think that's kind of an interesting new space where restaurants that are not really in the fast food game could take one of their kind of like grab and go things that are on their menu break it off and then turn that into a fast food opportunity like say for a wayfair tavern for example fried chicken is our you know number one bestseller We've been approached by a bunch of people about snapping that off and turning that into a new fast food thing. You know, and we have pretty glorious flushed out models, but we just haven't had the right opportunity yet. But I I think there's lots of like new innovative things that are probably more on the business side than they are on the consumer side. Um, but it's it's just so hard to make money at these things these days. Speaking of innovation, Burger King Thailand has a new meatless burger out. And when you hear that, you think, oh wow, this has got to be super healthy um ah, not the case um it's just a bun with 20 slices of cheese uh the new menu item at burger king thailand comically called the called it the real cheeseburger 
sandwiches a whopping 20 slices of American cheese between a sesame seed bun. Quote, this is for real, reads the Facebook post on July 9th from the official Burger King Thailand account. The post continues to explain that the item will only be available for a limited time at a reduced price compared to the traditional cheeseburger. The real cheeseburger will cost $314 compared to the usual price of $10.95. Um, we have the link to what this cheeseburger looks like. But we also thought that we would make it on the show yes. today and try it and tell you guys if it's any good. But then Tyler, being the mad scientist that he is, said, I think I could make this better. Oh, I know it could. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the deal. I mean, so so it's kind of it's funny. It's comical. 
Um, and, and so do you think this is interesting or do you think this is like they're not putting their back in anything and they're just putting cheese on, on bread? I think this is marketing. I like I, I don't know if this is real. First of all, it's way like this. I, I, I built it today and this yeah. is only 10 slices. This thing's supposed to be double the size of this. I'm going to go 20 way that I could eat this. I don't think. What do you think it is? You think it's marketing or you think it's real? I, I we're talking about it, so I think it's marketing for sure. Let's count and see how high and crazy. So this is I got twenty slices of cheese. Okay, so we're gonna start stacking this stuff up, and then I want everybody to see how ridiculous this is. Because the one the one in the picture, it was kind of funny how they just sort of overlapped it from one side to the other. So there's like a little bit of cheese hang on either side. Okay, so that's four slices. I got three stacks of of cheese. It this took me. Almost 10 minutes to unwrap all these, by the way. <laughs> Me too. I guess why I gave up and just did 10. Yeah. But I think this is, I mean, listen, this feels kind of like very TikTok centric. Yeah. And it feels like my my 16-year-old son would just smash this. Yeah. Like, you know what would be better than two pieces of cheese? 20 pieces. Yeah. All stacked up. Starting to break up on here. I got, I'm just going to smash there. You go. That's, there you go. That's one stack. Okay. Here we go for the final. Now we're, we're still, look how tall this thing is. This is what 20 <laughs> slices of cheese look like. And this wild. And then no one could be buying this. You think? I, I, I bet you, I bet you they're selling like hotcakes. Yeah. I bet you they are too. I bet they are. Look at that. Man. I mean, there's it, like, it's, it's thicker in the cheese part than it is in the bun part. So this is, I mean, without getting crazy with it, right? <laughs> This is 20 slices <laughs> of American cheese on a sesame bun. So these are the specs of this Burger King Thailand thing. So I'm going to give it a smush. Okay? And then I'm going to cut this bad boy in half. All right. You got it? And just so you can see what this looks like on the inside, man. I mean, this is just so ridiculous. Isn't that are wild? Gonna, are you going to take a bite? Um, of course I am. Look at that. Isn't that wild? I mean, that's not 64 slices of cheese. That's 20. Yeah. All right, here we go. You ready? You, you, are you going to go for 10? I'm going to go for 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I You're going to buy it at the same time? We got it. All right, yeah. we have to buy it at the same time, and then we have to, like, discuss this with our mouthful, okay? Okay. That kind of feel be funny. All right. Here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What is that mouthfeel? What, what is that? It's almost it's like you're eating putty. It's like, it's like Play-Doh. I feel yeah. like if you're like if you're like two years old and you really love to eat Play-Doh. Mm. Or like <laughs> Oh my god. No, the stuff that they like seal bathtubs with. I have to get, yeah, it's like caulk. Caulk. Yeah. It's like it's like drywall putty paste. And I have to be honest with you, I cheated. I put some ranch dressing on it because I thought, you know, if this is if this is the day that I go, you might as well go out with a bang. But, but isn't that impressive? I mean, you got to think from a simplicity standpoint. Somebody said, I got an idea. This is going to sound kind of wacky. Let's just go straight cheese and let's mm -hmm. make it nuts. You know, let's put a mountain of cheese on that. The TikTok kids are going to go crazy for that. And um, and they, they've got like a quote unquote, like real, I guess, cheeseburger. Yeah. I mean, it is a real cheeseburger. Oh, my God. All right. So one to ten. What do you think? A one. <laughs> I have to get some water, dude. My little hand. Oh my god, I can't even like I can't even swallow. I think it's one.
Yeah, it's not. But good. do you like the idea? I think that we could make it better. I think that you could make it better. I am up to the challenge. Okay, so let me tell you what I like about this, right? So I love the focus, right? Because if you've got a really good fast food thing, there's got to be something that's going to blow them away. I bet you could grill this like a grilled cheese sandwich. And this is where I want to take this to the next level because, like, cheese is great, melted. I mean, cheese is okay cold, um, but cheese melted is a whole different planet. So I want to take this idea um, and really kind of get into the nuts and bolts of what makes a burger taste delicious. Now, let me ask you a question. Once you get past the bun, past the meat patty, and past the cheese, what's the best thing about a burger? Ooh, um, I really like onions on yeah. my burger. Um, and I also really like the condiments, like um, the special sauce or something that goes with it. I knew I liked you. Me too. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. I just came to me in a dream last night. And I, and I got this all mise and floss crept out. Okay. So we are going to put together the same thing with the same cheese, but I'm going to turn this into something that I think is kind of crazy. All right. Let's talk okay. about our mise en place here real fast. Right. So we got our same 20 slices of cheese here. All right. And I've also got an additional eight ounces of really good, high quality California cheddar. It's cubes. We're going to make, so you and I grew up in the South. So we know what pimento cheese is. That's very true. Right. So it's like cheddar and then it's got some mayonnaise and stuff in it. It's going to be pimento cheese-esque, but we're going to make it out of goop sauce. That's going to be mayonnaise, ketchup, uh, yellow mustard, and sweet pickle relish. Now, I'm going to make this from scratch because I really think it's delicious. But if you don't want to make it from scratch, they sell special sauce in the grocery store. I grabbed this at the grocery store about an hour ago. And so you could just sort of streamline all this and just go cheese and special sauce. And really kind of make it something special here, okay? Love like it. That. All right, so what we're going to do first is we're going to start off with our food processor. I'm going to pull this in. I like the fact that two dudes in the kitchen is cooking today, my friend. I think it just feels feels next level. This always should have been a TV show. Exactly. Okay, so we're going to, we're going to start off with our uh, mayonnaise here. This is going to be the base for the goop sauce. Now, can you substitute that if you um, don't like mayonnaise? Um, what, what, um, I think yogurt might be, I don't know, might, yogurt might be kind of weird. Could we, is it like a mayonnaise texture thing or what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people aren't, aren't in, big into mayonnaise and they'd rather have Cool Whip or something or they'll substitute, you know, yogurt or maybe some sour cream. I don't know. Sour cream might be kind of good. I honestly can't tell you, I haven't tested this recipe yet. So we're going live with this, but it feels so simple. It. I don't have to, but I think that kind of feels like a nice iteration. Have you had yeah. to think through what cream cheese might be nice in this? Ooh. That might be kind of cool, right? Yeah. Okay. So goop, um, uh, ketchup, <laughs> mustard, mayonnaise, yep. sweet pickle relish. Okay. I'm going to add just a little bit of salt to this, a little bit of fresh cracked pepper. And then I think my, uh, my super sneaky thing, because you had mentioned a little bit of ranch dressing too. And I think that was such a good call. You and I are always on the same page. I've got a little bit of ranch seasoning here. Okay. And I'm just going to add just a little pinch of ranch seasoning here. That's got like, that's got like dried buttermilk and garlic powder and a little bit of dried chive. That's going to give it a little more kind of interesting flavor. All right. Then we're going to pop the lid onto this and pulse this down. All right. Now, this, my friends, this is a great sub recipe. We talk about this all the time, recipes that make other recipes. If you want just a banging goop sauce that's like really good for smash burgers, this is the recipe. You can put this in a deli container. Uh, put this in the fridge. This will last for a week or two. But this tastes like a hamburger, man. You know, yeah. it's got all the. It's like everything but the meat and cheese, right? So it's like it's an extra little flavor thing. It kind of hits it home. Okay, so now 
Same 20 slices of cheese. I'm going to break this up. Now, I like American you're cheese. in the, the food processor. Yeah, yeah. So so start, start thinking about pimento cheese. That's okay. where we're going to go with it. Start thinking about that, okay? So we're going to take the 20 slices of cheese. We're going to fold that into this. And then uh, I'm going to add really good cheddar to this as well. Because I like the stretchability of the American cheese. Yeah. But I really like the flavor of cheddar. So I think that 50-50 thing right down the middle is kind of where the sweet spot is. Okay. So yeah, now we're going to put this back into our food processor. God, is it, is it going to be able to move? Oh, it works. And we're going to grind this down. Okay. Until this starts to look like a pretty smooth paste, almost a la pimento cheese. I think this is going to be banging. Like I've literally never made this before. <laughs> I came up with this last night. But I just like, this has got to be amazing. How could this not be sort of spectacular? <laughs> All right. Off. Okay, see what we got. Bang. Okay. Now take a look at this. Now, if 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 you were at Aunt Linda's house, right, and you just put that on a Ritz cracker. Yeah. I think this is like next level pimento cheese. Eat it. Oh, my God. Wow, wow, good? wow. That's great. Oh, my God. Okay, great. So now here we go. So that's done. Now we're going to switch gears over to our pan here. I, I love my small but very, very mighty little studio here. Gets the job done. You and Excellent. I shot here. I know. I love that little place. The, the food always tastes amazing in, in, in that studio or kitchen. Okay, here we go. Okay, so now we're gonna, you know, we're making one upgrade from the bun. I opted to go um, brioche over sesame. Okay. Is that a good upgrade? I think so, yes. Yeah, fair. Okay, so now what we're going to do is we're going to take a spoon here, a little bit of melted butter, and we're just going to butter our buns, man. Just butter your bread. Everybody likes a good buttered bun. A little bit of melted butter over top of everything, so you got a nice sort of even buttery finish all the way through. And then we're going to put these down into our hot skillet here. Got it. Yep. Okay. So we're going to toast our buns here, and then we're going to move back to our cheese. And I was thinking we just, if you've got an ice cream scoop, I think it's a great way to sort of kind of scoop and spread. So we got one little ice cream scoop. As soon as we get a nice little bit of toast here, and it's happening quick. But are you going to make this like a grilled cheese? Like are you putting it in a, in a yeah, man? Yeah, this is yeah. This now we're to so say this is going to be a grilled smashed cheeseburger mm -hmm. or a smashed grill. What do you think we should name this? Smashed grilled cheeseburger, smashed grilled cheeseburger. Sma yeah, I like that. You know what's going to happen in, in Thailand next week? They're going to start making this and. You're not going to get any of the credit. Listen, I am available if Burger King wants to hire two dudes in a kitchen yeah. to start working on some R&D. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll make a podcast about it. More than happy to. I think we should cook more often, man. I think we should do this every so often. I love it. I love the idea, man. Okay, good. Here we go. So we got a nice little bit of color on mm -hmm. our bun. Toast up quick. Toast to brioche. Okay. So that's the bottom on one. That's the bottom on the other. Okay. That's the top on one. That's the top on the other. So now we got a little bit of texture, a little bit of flavor on the bread itself, so it's not so flat. Love it. And then we're going to take our ice cream scoop here, and we're going to take our cheese, our smash burger cheese goop spread. It looks good. All right. I think just just on the base, just on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. overdo it. Don't go crazy. All right, boom. So then we're going to take our spoon here, smush smush it around. Okay. Smush it around. Top it off with the bun, and now we're going to heat it through, okay? So we're going to go top side down. Let me hit it with a little more butter right on the top. Need more butter. 
It's a grid net. See, now we're turning this into a grilled cheese sandwich, okay? Top side down into our hot pan. And we're just going to give this a little smush. And we're going to let this toast. Now, this subtle heat is going to start to pull all the way through. And we're going to begin to melt the cheese down. And then it's going to start to kind of meld together with that beautiful goop sauce. And then you're going to get hopefully some stretch, hopefully just some really kind of warm, gooey flavors. But I think this is kind of like taking this base idea, which is a one. Yeah. And let's, let's make it a 10. Let's turn this frown upside down. I love it. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned it feels so good it does and like always we'll be here every week covering the wide world of tv movies comics and geek culture that's right we'll be talking about batman heroes of that stature and of course we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories we'll hear from tv writers from actors comics creators pop culture critics and more nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey guys, it's Jenna Ashkowitz and Kevin McHale from And That's What You Really Missed podcast. We are going through all six seasons of Glee and we are giving you the behind the scenes stories of what it was really like filming the musical numbers and episodes. It's been so special to revisit the show that changed our lives with some of our closest friends and to share some of the most authentic and real experiences we had together, completely raw and unfiltered. Plus, we chat with our co-stars like Jane Lynch, Chris Colfer, Heather Morris, Amber Riley, Harry Shum Jr., Court Overstreet, Josh Sussman, Max Adler, Romy Rosemont, John Stamos, Alex Newell, and Dot Marie Jones on the pod, and so many more to come. We have some exciting guests coming up. And we can't forget the behind-the-scenes crew who made it all happen, our dear friends and literally the hardest-working crew in Hollywood, from creators Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan to directors, camera operators, musical directors. We are sharing all of our experiences on Glee. So meet us in the choir room at McKinley High and join us weekly on And That's What You Really Missed, available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, I'm Chris Harrison, host of the most dramatic podcast ever. I'm just like you, always looking for something interesting, heartfelt, and entertaining to listen to. You know, look, maybe you used to watch a show every Monday night, and now you have a lot of time on your hands, and you're looking for something new. Someone who's here for the right reasons, if you will. I've got you. Listen to the most dramatic podcast ever on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm excited about this. I'm annoyed that I'm not in the studio because I want to try that. I did not want to try this, the first thing that I had to eat, but now I want to try this. Yeah, Kendall, our producer, she texted us like, what, uh, what a day and a half ago? She goes, you yeah. guys have to make this and eat it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Things we do for the podcast. The things you do for the podcast. Um, is this, so is it melting right now? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to get nice and hot all the way through, man. So we're going to sit we, with this for a second, right? We need a good cheese bowl, you know? Yep. I think we're going to, we're going to get one for sure. We're getting well, some nice toasty bits. So we, yeah. So we're going to let that go for a second while we chit chat. This is where in television, where we like to stretch it out. Mm -hmm. Vamp. There you go. I, I, I do have, I have uh, some, fast food questions for you i mean you're from the south you talked a lot about popeyes um i think you threw in a uh, bojangles how do you feel about and and obviously your 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 claim to fame is fried chicken how do you feel about kfc i think kfc is really good um i, I actually like kfc i you know I, there's something you know it just depends like sometimes you get it and it's kind of amazing like i remember my son um i i don't i think i have it like once a year maybe once a year randomly once a year but um um my son and i um on a saturday night said okay we're gonna watch this ufc match and i'm like and we're gonna order some fried chicken yeah. and and the only thing that was open locally was like kfc and they delivered it and we got a bucket and the coleslaw was really great the mashed potatoes and gravy is great i mean they got biscuits i don't eat biscuits i mean i do eat a biscuit but i don't eat those biscuits yeah um but i thought that was really kind of nice what do you what do you think about it I agree with you. I think it's hit or miss, but um, I do love a bucket of chicken. But I am a, uh, I'm like a legs and thigh guy. I'm, I'm not. I don't need a breast. I mean, legs and thighs. Yeah, let, 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 let get out of here with the breast. Yeah. So, but I think, I think it is good. But I would much rather have uh, Popeyes or like Raisin Canes. That's pretty good. Zaxby's. Zaxby's is nice too. I didn't think about that, but that's really good fried chicken. You know? Yeah, it might be kind of fun. That we might want to do like a fried chicken taste test one episode too. Don't you think? To see if you could tell which is which. 
or just or just determine once and for all like what what's, what's the best i love yeah. that like i have a fried chicken fried chicken off i mean i don't know if anyone's beaten popeyes but i mean maybe i'm not saying you can't take down the king but if you're going to come for the king you better not miss when it comes to fast food uh healthy options how do you feel about those do you think that they're any better for you and do you think that quality wise it's good so I, I think there's lots of really great like salad uh concepts that are out there specifically in like big cities right so like around the corner from wayfair tavern my restaurant there's this um um thing called mixed which is you kind of walk in and it's like a big huge salad bar mm -hmm. um think like chipotle but salad i think everyone's been to one of these where you kind of walk in and go i want that lettuce and i want those beets and those um, you know, uh, um, um, you know, like those bean kidney beans or those whatever, you know, and you kind of that I want avocado, I want sprouts, I want sunflower seeds, and you kind of build your own salad. And then you, they put a dressing in it and they shake it and then they plate it for you. And then you kind of get this custom mixed salad that's kind of right in front of you. I think those are great. I don't know if you've noticed, but they've started to put the calorie count of kind of everything in fast foods on the menu. And it definitely affects how I order. But one of the things that kind of blows my mind every time I'm there, when I start looking at the healthier options, the salads are still a lot of calories. So it's almost like, is it worth it to like not get the cheeseburger if the salad's like, you know, three fourths of the same calorie count? I think I think it's kind of up to you, you know. Oh wow, this is getting really good, man! Woo! Oh true. my god, I'm so excited about this um america you're welcome yeah uh, i think that watch this recipe blow up i think this is going to be huge um <laughs> you know it, it's not so much the vegetables as it is the dressing mm -hmm. that you throw on there right so if you're going to get like a super healthy kind of pile of vegetables as soon as you throw you know uh six to eight ounces or six ounces of blue cheese dressing on top of that all of a sudden you just added another you know 500 calories that were just totally unnecessary. I think a little bit of olive oil and lemon kind of gets the job done, you know, where it's just sort of like enough dressing, enough acid to kind of make it really kind of interesting. But I think that's where that kind of gets you, right? It's, it would like when I go into a hotel and it's 10 o'clock at night and they and they they have a Cobb salad, which is always I just stop there. I'm like, yes, Cobb salad, please, because those are sometimes hard to screw up. Yeah. And I'm always satisfied with that. And then they said, what kind of dressing would you like? And I'm ah, uh, blue cheese. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, but you know that's a thousand calories right there. Yeah, but but I'm a grown man, <laughs> and I'm and I'm making that decision on my own. Okay, I I think we're I think we got some wiggle. I think yeah. we got some jiggle. I think we're almost there. I think another two minutes on this. But I think this is really kind of fun. So to me, and and when I heard they're gonna make a straight up uh, cheese burger with just cheese, and I saw the picture of it, and it's just cheese. I thought, okay, that's clever. Well, we could do better. We could do better. And then I think specifically, I think you want to really kind of hammer that flavor home. And if you had to like substitute the, well, I think we're, yeah, we're getting some good jiggle out of this. It's looking really good. I think if you had to substitute the everything but the beef, to me, what's going to get everyone's juices flowing, oh, this is going to get to, is really going to be the sauce. So this is kind of a hybrid between Pimento cheese, you and I are both fans of. Oh, yeah. A cheeseburger. And this, I haven't tested this. Honestly, this is a worldwide first. Let's see this cheese pull. Ooh. Oh. Oh, my God. Is it good? 
It was so good. That's absolutely delicious, man. Wow, wow, wow. It is so good. Nice and creamy, full flavor. You definitely get those burger notes on this. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're eating a burger. But to me, like the nice thing about this difference between the cold sandwich and the hot sandwich is the melted cheese. Yeah. I think that is absolutely next level. Isn't that great? Okay, let me see if we can. Okay, this one's going to be good. If I can break this, I might get some good cheese stretch out of this one too. Maybe, maybe not. But I think, I think we get the flavor is there on that one for sure. And then once you kind of buy into this, it feels mm-hmm. like you're eating a cheeseburger, my friend. Ooh. Oh, that's worth the calories. It needs some uh, crunch. So what would you put on this? I, I think because I was talking about this, like you could put lettuce and tomato on this. If you got to get crazy, I think you could put potato chips on too. I don't know what you kind of Oh, right? now we're talking. If you had to like crunchify this with some potato chips, I think that, that'd be a really, really good idea. Yeah. I, I think gonna... this is a banging grilled cheese sandwich. I was going to say onions, but I like, I love the idea of of the potato chips on there. Or even like if you want to go real crazy with cheese, like some nacho cheese, some Doritos. Doritos will not be great. That's that fine. Oh that That's amazing. That's really good. That's a great idea. I think this is cool. Okay, so the 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 one from Thailand is a one. I think yep. this one, I think this one's a, a, a solid nine. Ooh. Um, I think I think uh we probably do like one more quick little test iteration on this. I think we'll have something special. But I think this is something really kind of fun. I think this is great. Love it. All right, Thailand, you're welcome. We officially fixed your burger. Yep. Your real cheeseburger. The real cheeseburger. Um, please make um Pay out to two dudes in a kitchen, uh, LLC. Um, we'll be sending you an invoice uh, shortly. Thank you so much. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen in, the, in this sticking with this um, fast food theme, you know, obviously In-N-Out has a secret menu. Um, and if you don't know, you know, there's animal style and there's, you know, protein style and all this type of stuff. Uh, ordering your fries, well done, extra crispy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously there's there's you can get the in and out burger without the bun. They just make kind of like a big lettuce wrap, which has been very popular for a very long time. That's right? my favorite. That's what I always get, protein style. That's your jam, right? Yeah. But have you seen there's a new one now where they're making the bun out of onions? Yes. I just saw that today. Are you and I watching the exact same yeah. Instagram feed, dude? I just saw it today. So, so it's red onions, spice, right? Which cut this cut the circles. Yeah. And then they they skewer them, and then they griddle the onion. Yeah. Like a one big fat multi layered onion patty, and then they use that as the bun in between the meat and the cheese. I just saw that this morning. Yeah, it looks good. I think you and I share an algorithm. I think so. Yeah, I mean yeah. that makes sense. We're talk our phones are listening to us talk about the same things. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm so jealous I'm not in the Wolf of Down kitchen right now because I really want a bite of that. But here's the thing. We're gonna put up the recipe for Tyler's. What do we call this again? It's like um grilled smashed cheeseburger. We're gonna a real grilled smashed cheeseburger. We're going to put the recipe up on the uh, Instagram page if you want to go uh, try this concoction. I wouldn't suggest yeah. going to Thailand and getting this burger unless you really love cheese or you are a mouse. Um, but this has been a lot of fun, man. Totally. I feel like the Thailand burger took seven years off my life, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, 
again, go check the Instagram account if you want to uh, go try Tyler's crazy Thailand concoction. Uh, yeah. Please go rate and review. All right, Tyler, I'm sorry I've been out the, the past couple of weeks, but it's so good to see you, buddy. Great to see you too. No big deal, man. Um, you know, I, I think we got a little bit of vacation. Uh, we're going to Aspen, I think, uh, in in August. And coming up, and I think in our next podcast, I think we're going to be ready to make a couple of big announcements. Uh, we've been working on some projects here uh, in San Francisco, Hawaii, all kinds of like really great opportunities. So I think we're going to be dropping some new restaurant projects uh, in the universe here pretty soon. And I can't wait to announce it to everybody. And any kind of breaking news that happens in our life, for sure, we're going to drop it here first. Um, so we're so excited to uh, be able to connect with everybody on that. Love that. Well, thanks, everyone, for coming into Two Dudes in the Kitchen. We'll see you next week. Come hungry. All right. Take care, guys. See you. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Two Dudes in a Kitchen. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. <laughs> we'll take that. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.